Welcome back, creeps. Hey, y'all. Welcome to another episode of Weekly Creep. A titillating tales episode. Titillating tales of true terror. <laughs> First of all, this week, I think the most important thing we need to talk about is the badass carabiners that our friend Justin sent us. If you haven't seen our Instagram posts, our Instagram stories. If you haven't, do you not like us? Did we do something wrong? So can, we actually, can we apologize? I think a lot, a lot of our listeners don't either don't have Instagram or they just don't check it every day, mm. which is totally fine. But it just means that a lot of people don't see what we actually put up or when we put it up, they don't see it. I'll allow it. So anyway, <laughs> Dulce was making fun of me last week for all my little clippy things that I have, even though they're essential. And yeah, Justin... Justin picked up on that and so yesterday or on Friday when I went to the post box after work uh, I got a delightful little surprise what a nice way to start the weekend mm-hmm. and so I went and took some pictures of them and uh, yeah I'll probably post them in an actual post on my Instagram story so everybody can go and see them and go oh well he doesn't make them typically like these were one of a kind kind of things but i feel like if enough people reached out to him that wanted them he will yeah basically that was the vibe i was getting off when we were talking yesterday but just check out his store the lonely moose on etsy i have it i will again tag him in an actual instagram post so you can go on to our instagram page and find it he does jewelry keychains all these lovely things we've gotten stuff from him before i bought a necklace for dulce recently and that came out really nice he custom prints everything on there or stamps rather it's just it's great go check him out the lonely moose on etsy and uh yeah thanks again justin the other thing the next point that i want to get to is the video that we put up I put like it was like random like Tuesday evening or something I posted it so yeah I, I probably my own fault for posting it at such a random time but anyway if you go on to our weekly creep YouTube there is a I'm not going to call it an investigation I suppose it was we spent the night in Spike Island prison a few months ago and when we came back I just didn't get around to it between like getting new jobs and blah 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 so I finally got it edited and put out and I think it's a fun little video. It is. Yeah, you haven't watched that. <laughs> uh, I, I've watched some parts, but I honestly, I feel like, like I don't need to because I was fucking there. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we picked up I don't up know if you a... remember. <laughs> <laughs> so, Spike Island Prison, they call it Ireland's Alcatraz just because it's a prison on an island. Has got really interesting history. Maybe I should have uh, done some research and started a podcast about spooky things and we could have talked about it but now it it's a historical site now it's been a prison for hundreds and hundreds of years in and out of commission for different purposes now it's a museum we went over there it's off the west coast of ireland very very close to where um the boy they tried to hide yeah which is my favorite story that we've ever covered it's very close to where that actually took place and at the time of that story, which wasn't that long ago, it was still an active prison. Anyway, we got to spend the night there. I can't even remember the group who organized it. 
I'm not being shitty to them, but there's only like two or three main groups in Ireland. Um, and I always get them mixed up. So I don't want to say, oh, it was this one. And it turns out it was the other one. But the group organized the transport there. And then that was it, basically. Yeah, um, we were left to our own devices. Yeah. It, and we weren't given an awful lot of information. So we did the best with the time we had and what we could do. What I would love to do now that we have a literal lay of the land, it would be great to go back now and like focus. You know, like if we could do three or four nights on the island and like say, okay, tonight we're going to hang out here. Tomorrow night we're going to hang out there. I wouldn't mind as long as they had heating. Yeah, the accommodation when we were there, the heating just either wasn't turned on or was broken. So it was freezing cold yeah. and it was a stormy night. I, I don't think I've ever been in a situation where I was so cold that I just couldn't sleep. Yeah. No, it, it was pretty bad. I have been in that situation before, but... Um, it's hellish. Yeah, it was pretty bad. So that kind of put a dampener on things. But like I said, it would be amazing to go back to because a lot of the places that we kind of thought were like felt like, oh, there's not a whole lot going on here. So we didn't go back to them. And then when we were going back over the footage... It was like, oh, look, we got all this, you know, X, Y, and Z. Now, I mean, all this. There's a lot of, like, cool EVPs and stuff like that. Um, but, yeah, anyway. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Like, I, I I don't know why. Like, I watch these freaking videos all the time. I mean, we, I didn't realize that for the EVP part, you know what I mean? That would be a reason for me to watch. I, I don't know why I, the, I, didn't, I couldn't connect the dots just now. Yeah, so, anyway, I thought it was it was really fun when we did it. I would love to do more stuff like that in the future. Definitely. I did my best with the video. Again, if we do more stuff like that's just going to keep getting better as we do it. Um, but yeah, go on, check it out. It's the last uploaded video on our YouTube channel. And uh, yeah, I'll link it in our Instagram stories as well on Monday when this comes out. So have you got a tarot card for us? Yes, I do. This Tell one's us. a good one. Good. <laughs> it's not so much... Uh, do this or do that or get better at this or get better at that. Um, so today is the Queen of Wands. You know exactly what you need today. Trust your intuition. Chances are it is quite loud. Be confident and proud about doing what's best for you and in pursuit of your dreams. No apologies. In fact, your confidence and independence are likely to attract admiration from others. So, like, the focuses of this card is uh, your career, family, love. And so, like, those are the areas. And the wands is indicative of actions. Wand-like is in Harry Potter wand. Yeah, yeah, the wands. Oh, does it sound like I'm saying wands? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. So, wands correspond with the fire element and action. So, whenever you see a tarot card that has wands... It's likely a card of doing, like where an action needs to be taken or, oh, okay. you know, it's like that kind of direction. Just a little little tidbit there for you. Yeah, because my intuition just always says, make another pot of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> so this first story is from Reddit user potato underscore cheese and butter. Nice. Yeah. Potato, cheese, and butter. That sounds nice. I yeah. just had that without yeah, the butter. You literally did. Yeah. <laughs> vegan cheese. That was vegan? Yeah. 
Wow, that was really fucking good. I know. Holy shit. They're I'm, like super spies. It's like the CIA are like going in. I am very yeah. impressed because regular yellow cheese, like in craft singles, it gives it legitimately gives me nausea. Yeah. I well, so the sorry America, the quote unquote American cheese, which is just kind of bland, yeah, stiff cheese. I love it. Like the, I like having that in my sandwiches but i think because it's already so easily like so synthesized or whatever uh-huh. is that the word i'm looking for maybe like it's already kind of fake cheese yeah it's plastic so the fake version of that is actually kind of nicer dude <laughs> and it's got like good meltability which is hard for a lot of yeah it cheese is I, like that. yeah it literally behaved like a regular ass yellow yeah. craft single yeah that's so impressive that's why i went for it because it's like you can't fuck up an easy single, right? Yeah, you're like, I'm going to sneak it in here for her. Well, no, that and, you know, you, you are lactose intolerant. You just <laughs> deny you're it. You're like, for my safety. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I went for the vegan. But anyway, enough of the vegan propaganda. Enough about my butt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this one's called My Sleep Paralysis Demon Might Be an Actual Entity. Oh, shit. So I've had, quote unquote, sleep paralysis only once in my life it was when i was in high school in the old home i used to live in i had always brushed off the experience as just sleep paralysis until my friend recently confessed to me that she also had an eerily similar experience when she stayed the night in my room when i had my experience i had just woken up in the middle of the night and found that i couldn't move the usual deal right except i was in pain whenever i tried to move It really felt like all my nerve endings just caught fire whenever I tried to move. I'm not sure what I was thinking, but I somehow thought I could just outsmart it all by pretending to go to sleep and then trying to move really fast. (laughs) It didn't work. (laughs) Kind of like hiding under the covers. Yeah. I was just in more pain, but a girl is determined. I'm not sure how long I was at it before I noticed it. A shadow figure near my closet. Think like the Dementors from Harry Potter, but more shadowy and without arms. So my bed was in a corner against the wall, adjacent to the closet wall, and the wall opposite to the closet. Whoa. Okay. That was a mouthful. That's a lot of walls. So my bed was in a corner against the wall, adjacent to the closet wall, and the wall opposite to the closet. So it's in two walls? <laughs> I don't know. Her bed? Very oh, so it's would... in a corner. I get the it. The bed now. is in the corner. Got yeah. it. Say that. <laughs> I know. Right? Jesus. Don't confuse me. Like. <laughs> no offense, potato cheese and butter, but that was confusing. You're a sadist. <laughs> so let's go back. Let's go back. So my bed was in a corner against the wall. <laughs> the head of my bed was against the wall opposite the closet. So I could see the closet from my position. So the closet is at the foot of the bed. Got it. (laughs) That's all you had to say. Bed in the corner, closet in the front. Got it. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, all that to say. This is literally what she says. All that to say. (laughs) I saw this shadow figure approach me, but it just drifted from the head of my bed to the foot of my bed. Now I'm even more confused because the head of the bed was on the opposite wall. (laughs) all right so uh, you know what just for this purposes we're just gonna imagine that 
It did come from the foot, went to the head, and then went back to the foot. Maybe she just missed that part. She forgot. It moved so fast. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm so... All right, l listen. A ghost anyway, is floating around. All right? Shadow figure. Floating around. With no arms. Okay. Okay. It just drifted from the head of my bed to the foot of my bed. At this point, I had stopped trying to move and was just watching this thing move back and forth. It did a few rounds before it stopped right beside my head and then bent over and stared into my ever-living soul. It was inches from my face. I thought I was going to die. I was 100% convinced that it was going to devour my soul or something. But it didn't, thankfully. Oh, good. After some time, it just straightened and just pushed into the wall oh. my headboard was against. It said, okay, bye. Yeah. <laughs> okay, watch this. <laughs> That's how she spelled it. That's how <laughs> I leave to work. I just <laughs> through yeah. the wall <laughs> with my stuff. It disappeared. And the strangest part of it all, I could move immediately afterward. I didn't go back to sleep or anything. I just shot up out of bed. Needless to say, I jumped up and turned on the light in my room and it stayed on. Thinking back, it almost feels like it was looking for something and it just left when it didn't find it in me. Huh. Fast forward to a few weeks ago. My friend and I are hanging out and somehow we get onto the topic of sleep paralysis. She tells me that she had a funky sleep paralysis experience. I asked her to elaborate because I think sleep paralysis stories are neat. It had happened when she stayed over at my house, in my room. She saw a shadowy figure move from the closet to the opposite wall. These events happened in a relatively close time frame, somewhere within two years of each other, as we didn't meet till she was a sophomore and I was a year ahead of her. She didn't come over after I graduated because I was busy, so I know these events weren't far apart. I am floored. I've spent a few days thinking over it. I've never really felt that my sleep paralysis was actually sleep paralysis because to this day I can still feel the pain and it's never happened again. As far as I know, sleep paralysis has never been painful, has it? I don't know guys. Thoughts? Am I overthinking it? Is this a very suspicious coincidence? I don't know. Honestly, on this one, I, I don't know. I know, like, sorry for making fun of you, potato cheese and butter. But... Uh, <laughs> Now that we kind of know the layout of the room and stuff, it's still terrifying. Like do you know it I mean? is. I have only the only thing I have ever witnessed paranormal wise is a shadow figure. Yeah, and like it was a glimpse of something that moved. Maybe it wasn't fucking even, but I know that I was scared. Yeah. <laughs> so I can't, and that was from a distance as well. So I can't even imagine. Um. And then the pain in the sleep paralysis because I've had plenty of sleep paralysis. Yeah. I used to have it. Yeah. I used I, to get it rather. I've had it at several times of my life, like particularly when I used to sleep in my nanny and papa's bed in their old house, mm -hmm. the house that I grew up in. Mm -hmm. I would get it all the time in that bed for some reason as a very young child. Like I think they moved out of there when I was six or seven. But yeah, and like, and I've had it on and off, like, weird episodes of it here and there like that night when i woke up i think i woke you up making weird noises in my sleep but i was trying to wake myself up oh, okay. because i couldn't move and then when you finally woke me up i was just like oh 
there's a little girl at the end of the bed. <laughs> yeah, and then I just rolled over and went yeah. back to sleep and you were like... You just left me alone with that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That terrifying. But again, I for me, I like in those random occasions, I'm assuming one I know was because I just drank way too much one weekend. Yeah. And I think it was everything like leaving my body. I yeah. had awful nightmares, super vivid, super real. But I've never experienced this pain. You know, I now that you that you mentioned the drinking, I remember I used to get sleep paralysis when I drank too, like uh, going to sleep right after, like with a belly full of alcohol. Yeah, I mean that's what I kind of always put it down to, you know, but they, like the old fashioned things, like oh, don't eat cheese before bed, like you'll get nightmare. You know what yeah. I mean? And yeah, to like, be fair, like sometimes when I did eat way too close to bedtime, I would get nightmares. Yeah, no, me too. Yeah. I'd like, or... It might have been cheese. Anytime I get sick, like, as soon as my fever even thinks about going above whatever a regular human temperature is, I start getting nightmares. That's, a lot of the time, that's how I know I'm getting sick. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? Nowadays, I get more nightmares than sleep paralysis. And you get messed up nightmares. (laughs) So anyway, potato, (laughs) cheese, and butter. Sorry, but no, I, I've never experienced that. I'm going to vote that this was a very real shadow figure yeah. entity thing in Agreed. that house. I second that. You win. You win validation. Yeah. <laughs> Do I have any answers for you? No. <laughs> we are sorry. Okay, and then these next few are from... Uh, so typically when I read, like when I do my little Reddit deep dives, most of the time it's to give me a break from... You know, doing like a lot of the heavier research based topics. And I do use the term research. I know I'm not a fucking scientist or, you know, professional researcher or anything like that. But a lot of the time, these Reddit episodes are just fun for me, less work and very entertaining, I feel like. Again, for me, I always check out the person's Reddit page before I select the story. Like, so I'll read it and then I'll go, okay, let me look at the rest of these. And if on a few times I've been like, this story is actually too good and I'll go on and they have also posted it to like, you know, horror fiction type things. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm not going to share the story because I like real stories. So anyway, that led me to Island Girl or Boss Babe 868. Okay. Names like that. I thought this was going to be an NSFW reddit page but it's not what <laughs> is a, that? not safe for work oh okay. yeah because uh, also i have gone down various paths and i'm like did not know this was a genre of porn interested now <laughs> what the like, like could Slenderman be anything erotica and stuff yeah like it could be anything but i'll like oh what is this not click on or it just happens that the person has like a mad fetish for whatever so i click onto their reddit page and it's like whatever particular thing they might be interested in and then there's one little ghost story (laughs) yeah and then it's like hey guys do you think this asparagus has gone bad you know what I mean like (laughs) in groups where like people say no no no, you're good you're good you can eat it (laughs) you think this asparagus will go bad here's a picture yeah yeah that's why I love reddit like you never know what you're gonna get (laughs) I love that Uh, yeah that's so cute all that to say when I got onto Boss Babe 868's profile, I found a handful of stories. Uh-huh. And that's all she's really posted. And it, so I messaged them and to make sure that it was cool that I used the stories. And they said, that's just fine. Sick. So these next few are from Boss Babe 868. Okay. They, they live in Trinidad and Tobago as well. Which 
is always cool. We live on a mountain. Nice. His... <laughs> nice. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Mountains. <laughs> How nice. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> we live on a mountain. History archives say that this is where they kept the slaves after they arrived. If you venture higher up the mountains, you can see the structure where they were chained. Some chains are still there. Whoa. When I gave birth to my daughter, the haunting started. She started laughing and playing with an unknown entity. When she learned to talk, she said he was called Big Papa. I love it when you call me Big oh, Papa. Oh my God. <laughs> no, but that, that actually is, yeah. This little girl was calling this uh, entity Big Papa. That'd be a good name for a cat. Big Papa. Big Papa. Ah. Ah. He never hurt her. He just followed around. He just followed her around, even to other homes when we went to visit. September 2019 rolled around. She started throwing violent tantrums and never wanted to enter her room. We thought the tantrums to just be the terrible two stage. We thought we could have... We could, we thought we could have waited it out. One evening, it was just me and her. She said, Mommy, a blue lady on, a blue lady on the wall. I performed the necessary cleansing and hung a Virgin Mary picture on the bedhead, securing it with wire. At exactly 3am, her toy dog started barking on its own. Moreover, the Virgin Mary picture flew off the bed and landed on the ground. It didn't break. The force needed to break the wire had to be great. As I myself cannot break it. As I myself cannot break it apart by mere strength. I tried. I retrieved some red yarn. Soaked it in prayer oil. And prayed while retying the picture. And it hasn't moved since. We still have outbursts now and then. Huh. Yeah. This one. Like. That whole. Like, the fact that whatever it was ripped the painting off the wall, or the picture, with enough strength to break the wire, but it landed on the ground perfectly intact. Now that I've all, I feel like all I have covered lately is, like, poltergeist cases, and, like, there's so many, like, in every one, but that seems to be a very, very prevalent thing, is, like, the slamming something down on the ground with such force but it actually hasn't made a sound. Yeah. And stuff like that. Like, what yeah. is this weird fucking control thing? It's like weird things that are supposed to challenge laws of physics. Yeah, and it's yeah. just su super strange. I'm actually, little spoiler, I don't think I'm actually going to talk about it in a future episode, but so something that I'm reading currently is about, like, um, the very beginning of the Society for Psychical Research, the SPR, which obviously now we know from Guy Playfair and like Harry Price and various other um, ghost hunters, for want of a better word. But one of the like founding fathers was a man of science, a man of repute. who's from mm -hmm. Italy and I can't think of his name. And I'm reading his thing at the minute. And he was such a debunker until one day he finally came up against something that couldn't be debunked, but it was something as simple as that. And he was just like, his mind was blown, his world was rocked, and he devoted the rest of his life to finding out why. You know what I mean? And yeah. he died like an old ghost hunter, basically. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like, even his, he was one of these people, 
obviously back in the day this happened more like he was a man of science like yeah so he was he had like a, a team of people like one person just followed him around taking notes in order to write his memoirs one day and uh, like i want that <laughs> yeah, yeah. oh john did you, did you get that did you see what i just did there he's like yeah i got it um but yeah after like i think he was in his late 40s when he finally this was literally around the birth of spiritualism as well i think the two kind of went hand in hand but um yeah he was in his late 40s and even this dude who had devoted years to of his own life just to this man and his practice like in the books and all that was written afterwards just like ah, and then he got into spiritual uh, spirity crap and kind of just wrapped it up at that like, and he's he like just, and that's when i put that's when i put in my two weeks notice more or less yeah anyway i thought it was interesting it is because maybe that's what skeptics need they just need that aha yeah yeah yeah. you know he, what i mean yeah he literally had his aha moment and maybe that's why skeptics are involved in ghost hunting things because i feel like if you were a true skeptic you know in the sense of the word, you wouldn't even entertain such notions. You wouldn't even be involved in such things. Yeah. But if you're a skeptic in a like ghost with a group of ghost hunters, and you are the the uh, skeptic, yeah, there must be something in you that wants to be challenged. Like you want something to sh to show you otherwise, to prove to you oh, otherwise. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, that's what. Um... I'm pretty sure he's like the head man and anybody who used to watch Most Haunted knows him from that. But he actually is a like well-renowned skeptic. But he, parapsychologist Kieran O'Keefe, that dude, like ardent skeptic. He's been on a million ghost hunts with a myriad of different ghost hunting groups and still to this day a skeptic. He's like, look, I know what I saw with my own eyes. Like I've seen this shit happen. But I still don't think it was a ghost. <laughs> but what do you think no, exactly. it is? No, exactly. That's, that's what they're trying to find out. That's the fault. Yeah, yeah, that's... That's what they... Those people are... Whereas the other people are like, it's a ghost, it's a demon, it's this, yeah. it's that. So I think that's the difference. So anyway, the next post that Boss Babe 868 posted was called My Family Members Keep Dying. And it's in the debunk this thing. So anyway, 2021, we lost many family members. And you'd think it was COVID-19 related, but it wasn't. I started having nightmares. I'd wake up covered in sweat. I kept dreaming death, that someone would die. But from a cultural perspective, death usually meant a wedding would happen soon. Hmm. It started in July 2021. A close, a close family member had a stroke. She suffered for 13 days, then died. It was devastating because she was like a mother to us all. The week leading up to her funeral was extremely haunting. Things moved, doors opened and closed, her spirit was seen. It was horrible. Then more nightmares. In August, an uncle died from a heart attack. Exactly two weeks after, we lost four more, who died two days apart from each other. September rolled around, and three others died within the same week. October hit, and another uncle had a stroke. He too suffered and died. Exactly two weeks after, his favourite brother-in-law suffered a heart attack and died in November. Our December started off quiet until we got a call that another uncle died. We lost 12 in 2021. Holy shit. We thought it was COVID-19, but all tests were negative. We thought it was old age, but they were all in their early 60s. 
We thought it was sickness, but none of them were ever in the hospital. Last week I had nightmares too. My mom had shared that she kept having a recurring dream of a function with many people. Two hours later, that same day, her estranged brother died. Yesterday was his funeral. He was only 52. People keep dropping like flies. We don't know what to do or who's going to go next. All we do is pray and hope it'll be okay. I wonder if the family's been cursed. That, honestly, like, because... I mean, it's small island living. That's where those beliefs are still strong, right? Yeah. Um, they might have been cursed, or maybe it's like a ancestral curse. It could be, and I only say that, like, I, that probably sounds really ignorant of me, but I actually have friends from, specifically, Trinidad, and obviously that's the questions that they ask, is like, oh my god, like, tell me about your ghost and stuff like that. Yeah. And, like, um, it's still very, I don't know what you would call the beliefs, like, they're all, you know, good Christian people, but when they move into new houses and stuff, they definitely go and kill a chicken and use the blood to protect their house, and, yeah, you know, so... So they're not superstitious, they're just a little stitious is what you're saying. Yeah, basically. And again, I'm not saying that's for everybody, but the people that I know from this area. So yeah, it could be very well. That's what it sounds like, honestly, is a curse. Yeah, I think there's a lot of things that people might do, like, without realizing that it's a superstition that they've, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, I don't, I don't go under ladders, and it's not something that I go out of my way of doing, it's just something i don't do yeah and that's a very common one obviously that's a great example because then working in construction where like you're constantly running underneath ladders and going here and there like obviously that goes out the window or like silly things like or well to me it's silly uh my mom will like if you walk into the house with new shoes in a shoebox naturally you put all your stuff on the kitchen table or wherever Get them shoes off the table now. It's bad luck. <laughs> you know, or my like mom that. says not to put purses on the floor because that means we'll go poor. Yeah. Small things like that. But I mean, these things start somewhere, right? Yeah. So the next story is, again, this is still Boss Babe 868. The thing that haunts us. Well, I don't know what to call it. It's been there for some time. Maybe it was even here before the multiple deaths began. When I was eight... I was watching TV with my mom. We lived on the ground floor of a three-story house. We heard loud, heavy footsteps walking down the stairs and saw a tall person walk in front of us, wearing plaid red pants, and it just entered our shared bedroom. It had no face. My mom went to check and the room was empty. No one believed us. Some time passed and at night we began hearing banging, loud and sparse throughout the house. Then the sound of chairs being dragged. Another time, some family had a get-together. We all were watching a movie. It was seven of us total, when, in the doorway, there were two distinct voices. Look, there she is, the first said. Yeah, you should go, the second said. No, you go, and the conversation continued. Those three words, over and over. No, you go, no, you go. Then, a sudden bang. And the voices stopped. Wow, in front of seven separate fucking witnesses. Things quieted for a few days, except for the nightly banging. I started sleeping in the master bedroom on the top floor. Our things started to disappear. Sometimes important files, other times random items. It's been years and these items have never been recovered. In the middle of high school, one night, 
her cousin was attacked. She said she was being choked. Only after struggling to the kitchen and emptying the bowl of salt, she was subsequently set free. It's ah. weird. Did she? No, the I'm... salt supposed to protect you. So she, that she just instinctively knew to go and get the salt. Maybe. Well, I mean, she lives in Trinidad, right? Most... No, I know that's that's what I'm. Like. So. She knows about these things. Yeah, she knows. She knows. The marks were there, blue and dark. We had a house cleansing, but it continued. I mean, no one was choked, but the rest continued. Fast forward to my early 20s. As clear as day, something manifested in the upstairs living room. A tall man, blue shirt and short khakis. Then a black cat appeared and the man disappeared. My whole body in that moment felt a hot flash like something passing over me. I went looking for the cat. I never saw it again. And no, it was not my pet. (laughs) Since then, every time something manifests, I feel this hot flash that I can't explain. I've moved houses since then. Minimal things happen from time to time. I visit my first home during the day for work since part of it has been converted into a workshop. I work in admin. Sometimes the TV switches on by itself. We decided to donate that TV to charity. (laughs) When the multiple deaths started, in my new home, something would knock on the bedroom door. First first three knocks, then two, at exactly 5am. Then later that day, we would be informed that someone died. We did try to debunk it. Cameras have captured nothing. We have a toddler. If our toys had batteries, at 3am the toys would activate. We've had a toy dog with no batteries. Bark. <laughs> We're looking for solutions. Those fucking toy dogs <laughs> are like, they've been selling the same model in malls yeah, for the last, have. what, 40 years. <laughs> burr, burr, burr. And then there's yeah. a backflip and lands on its side. And parents for 40 years have hated them. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tradition. Yeah, yeah. That's why the batteries were removed. But then the last story, I mean, this is from two weeks ago. Um, so I'm sure we will have more. This was the initial story that got me on here. And it's called Something Keeps Playing With Her Toys. Oh. Something has been following us around since my toddler was born. Which we know now because we know all the stories. I became first aware of it when I was taking a picture of her sleeping on my chest. And the face detection software detected three faces. Oof. I convinced myself it was probably a glitch or a reflection of some sort. So I left it at that. Curiosity got the better of me and I took the same picture and ran it through a makeup app to see if it would pick up whatever it was. It did. It was a face with its mouth open. I showed the picture to a spiritual person who said it was a, quote, imp sent our way to destroy whatever peace we now had with the new baby. Ah, see? So you could have been onto something. It doesn't, I don't think it explains the death, though. No, but like... Hey, this is opening up a whole... Yeah, can of worms. Yeah. She helped us cleanse the house and gave us some protective words. We said our prayers and hoped for the best. Fast forward to when she started moving around and had received battery-operated voice toys. Or voice-operated toys. We have had to destroy many toys. Oh, God, this sounds terrible. 
We have had to destroy many toys voice boxes because they turn on and will not stop, even with the batteries taken out. Wow. Here's that dog. Yeah. Bork, 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 bork. Is it like smashing it with a hammer out the back garden? Like office space when they're dancing all over the computer. Yeah, anyway. but it but like those dogs move their mouths, so now it's just a silent bark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> silent screams. Yeah. Those uh sound effects were by me. If anybody's wondering. <laughs> <laughs> I think they know. <laughs> it's Just in you. case you thought, well, they paid for the, they paid for the uh, that new licensing. <laughs> it cost them a lot. I just make noises with my mouth now. I don't know why. Anyway. And sometimes you talk. Yeah. I'm trying to make a living out of it. We've had to destroy many toys voice boxes because they turn on and will not stop even with the batteries taken out. It was her grandmother who heard it first. The baby's electronic swing would start on its own and play a lullaby. Subsequently, it was plugged out when not in use. But it continued. Then it started swaying. I opened the battery pack to see if there were demo batteries in it, but it was empty. On another occasion, her animal collection started making their sounds at inappropriate intervals. Her grandmother, too, was the first to report on this. Then I heard it myself. I thought that maybe it was the results of the batteries being old or triggering themselves, but there were no batteries inserted again. The toy dog started barking in my hands. The voice box was promptly discarded in a small fire, as were the other voice boxes. She was given a generational dinosaur toy. What does that mean? I don't know. Oh, like it was passed down through the family. Sorry. Oh. It had stopped working at least 15 years ago, but was saved because the outside was new and is the beloved, not the mama baby in the dinosaur oh, TV show. Oh, yeah. So that's like an antique toy now. Is that the little like... Little pink dinosaur? Yeah, yeah, yeah. with the oh, yellow okay, shirt. Okay, okay. Yeah. Imagine sleeping peacefully and hearing, not the mama, <laughs> repeatedly. Oh, Who hadn't worked God. in over 15 years with no batteries in it. This continued with many toys until it stopped for about a year and a until it stopped for about a year and happened sparsely. That is so tragic. That sucks. <laughs> it's following us around now. We spent the night by a relative. Last night her rocket toy like Why'd you say it like that? It's, it's not a <laughs> it's rocket. It's not like Christopher Walken. Her rocket toy yeah. started lighting up. Uh no, but it's a rock it oh. not rocket i don't know what that is <laughs> but i am gonna reread it last night her rocket toy lit up on its own voicing ha 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 let's play whoa it scared down. the life out of me <laughs> it too had no batteries in it it too that's fucking weird that's where she left off so hopefully boss babe 868 will become a regular <laughs> Story contributor, because yeah. I want to see where this goes. It seems yeah. like she has had a bunch of experiences. It's be, it's just another re- another aspect of her life now. It's so regular. Yeah. And another thing that I love about the whole, like, different cultures and stuff like that. Like, this person is, whoever, this spiritual person, as she called it. Yeah. Whoever it was she went to was like, oh, it's an imp. That's what. I love the different words for essentially the same thing, like. Demon, fairy, imp, yeah. gnome, who fucking knows? Yeah. But it's troublesome and it's just there to fuck around. Like, yeah. By the sounds of it. Anyway. Mm. 
Yeah. That's interesting, though, because you're right. She said it so naturally, like, you see this kind of shit all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And I get, I just love hearing it from a different place. Like, you know, oh, no, that's definitely a gin. Yeah. That's 100% an right. imp. You know what yeah. I mean? Pixie, whatever we want to call it. I love that. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, there's your island tour for this week. We were in Trinidad and Tobago. Hopefully, next week, we'll go somewhere even more exotic, like... Nice. England. Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> the tropical isles of Scotland. Scotland's fucking dope. That one little pocket of Edinburgh certainly is fantastic. I can't say anything for the rest of Scotland. That's all I've seen. <laughs> Their airport was fine. But no, Edinburgh definitely is probably one of my favorite places I've ever been to. Yeah, for sure. It's like magic. Yeah, it is. More getting sidetracked. So thank you for listening to this week's episode. Uh, make more sure rambly than the other one. It's a bit more rambly, but... Let us know if you like it. I'm putting this out to the world now so as I actually get the finger out. I will be doing a, another podcast in the near future where it's just reading stories. No commentary, no haha, no nothing. So if you want to hear your own story, even if you sent it to Weekly Creep before, that's fine. This is going to be totally new and it's, that's all it's going to be. So, yeah, feel free to resend it to me and let me know. And, yeah, that's it. Make sure to go check out Dulce's Twitch stream. Still Late Bloomer 34? Yep. Late Bloomer 34. Check out her YouTube channel, Dulce's Recreations. Go and watch our overnight investigation of Spike Island Prison for nothing else other than to laugh at me because for some reason... I just like to stand very strangely. He does. I don't. I don't know. It's, it's so fun, and I didn't freaking notice that. And I was like, you know, staring at you. Um, that was my concentration stand. That that's what that was. Has to have been. That's all I can think of. Wow, I, it kind of looked like you were trying to impersonate like some, I don't know, like some Texan. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what it was. It's just rubbing you were off channeling on your inner Texan. Yeah. I do. I kind of do look like I could be standing there going, that's a fine horse. Uh, yeah, it does look like you're like a cowboy or something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it just didn't help that I was wearing the hoodie that my little sisters bought me for Christmas with stuff in the pocket as well. So it was yeah. like really. Yeah, it looked like you had a, a stereotypical cowboy or 2022 cowboy beer belly. Yeah, I mean, I do, but it was even more accentuated. Anyway. Thanks for listening. Thanks again, Justin. Um, and yeah, make sure to go check out The Lonely Moose on Etsy. And actually, if you have like speaking as a dude. He, really? <laughs> yeah. No, no. Like this is for me personally. Like if for my birthday, I know if I don't say get me this one specific thing that I want. It's probably kind of awkward for some people to buy gifts for me or whatever. Or like say for my dad. But Justin does really nice custom things and I feel like if you don't know what to get your dad your husband whoever your brother whatever these gifts would be really nice for them yeah that is all for Father's Day oh yeah shit Father's Day maybe that's what I'll get my dad this year yeah <laughs> um yeah okay guys thanks a move okay bye bye